Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. This is a bonus episode this week, and all my small business owners and business owners everywhere need to listen to this. You want to get your pen and paper out because you're going to want all the information we talk about today on this episode. So let's go. Today I have Mike Locker with Harris Harvey and Neil. He is a CPA there and he walked into our doors at Rogers and is going to be helping us with a lot. And I know that as a small business owner, we get so busy with the day-to-day, we're in the trenches, we're growing our businesses, and we can feel like we're alone. And that doesn't have to happen because there are people out there that are willing to help us and they are willing to provide us resources that we didn't even know were available to us. So thank you for being here today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yes, and I I am so excited for people to find out what's out there for them. Mm-hmm. And like I just said, uh, because we're in the trenches, we're not out researching all of the things that are available. So I want to hear about everything, and I want this information shared with everyone. Okay. So I want to start with kind of like what you do. What do you do at Harris Harvey and Neal? And, um, you know, how did you get there? Alyssa, it's the funniest thing. <laughs> but I meet people for the first time, and they say, what do you do? And I just say, well, to be honest with you, for the last 30 years, I've just had a really weird job. <laughs> In that I'm a CPA, I've done my share of tax returns and audits and all that stuff, but 25, 30 years ago, something popped up within the business I was working for at the time that nobody knew about. Yeah. And so I literally just raised my hand and said, I'll do it. And they said, well, you don't know anything about it. I said, by that meeting next week, I will. Awesome. And so that just mushroomed out over the last 25 or 30 years. So. I now don't do tax returns. I don't do audits per se, but I wander all around the business community and look for money in people's trash cans. I love this. That's the best way to say it. it. So so you really, you you walk into a business and you kind of see what they're up to and see what their needs are. And then you kind of match those up because very often, not always, but very often there's going to be some sort of a program. And they're almost always based upon either creation or saving of jobs, mm-hmm. or they can be based on some sort of a capital investment, whether it's building a building, renovating a building, expanding a building, buying equipment, trucks, you name it. They're kind of revolve around that. So I'm the guy that does the research and right. talks to the officials and goes to the General Assembly and know the program's cold. So when I can walk into your office, yes, we can open up the book together and see what's there. Because there are so many resources there out are, there. There are. Yes. And, you know, I want to get into kind of what they are. But first, mm-hmm. tell us kind of what area you cover. Uh, I cover literally, literally, I cover any part of Virginia that you can find. Awesome. I, always, I always joke with people yeah. saying, if you ever get lost in Virginia, yeah. call me. <laughs> tell me what you see and I'll get you home. Yeah. So I'm literally from Colonial Beach, which is all the way on the other side of the state, on the near Fredericksburg, on the Potomac River, mm-hmm. out to Withville Rural Retreat, you know, and anywhere in between. So mm-hmm. Danville, South Boston, Roanoke, you, you name it. You name and you'll it. help any business. Yes. 
Yes, okay. big or small. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't matter how many employees or you know what mm -hmm. people do for a living or what kind of business, yeah. you are there to help them. The funny thing is about that, when, when people ask that question, is the assumption is that the big, big, big companies right. are covered. Right. And the truth is, they're not. You know, right. They're very good at what they do in niches of their businesses and all, but when it comes to stuff like this, they're really not. And then the other end of that is your business, where you're working hard, trying to grow, looking for everything you can to get to be on that track, and you just don't have the time to do it. You just right. don't. So I come in, I've already done it. So I just put you on autopilot very quickly. Yeah. And I can attest to that yep. because all you do, you came in, mm -hmm. we met, you said you have these resources yep. available to you. Mm -hmm. This is what I need. And I, I got you from yeah. there. Yeah. And it yeah. is very simple because yeah. it's all things that we already have yep. that we just need to provide you. Yeah. And the nice part too, is that, um, since I've worked with these programs for such a long time, um, a lot of the times, the local, the state, the federal government people, they get a bad rap. Sure. They get a bad rap because they, they're, the people sense that they're either uncooperative or they don't want to be bothered or whatever. The truth is, they don't have reason to know these programs cold either. They've got a day job right. of their own. So right. when these things pop up, it's a little bit of the blind leading the blind. So somewhere in there, somebody's got to be the tour guide. Yeah. And that's that's what I've heard clients tell me is what that's probably one of my biggest roles is yeah. you're the tour guide. Yeah. You tell us where to go, you tell us who's gotta be on the team, you tell us what agency to deal with. And then the agency people I'm gonna know on a first name basis. And so you get a bit of, of credibility from not trying to pull the wool over people's eyes and being honest with people. Mm -hmm. And so that's a very much of a two way street. So the tour guide, take yeah. us on a tour of things that are available to us, programs that are available to us, funds in this that are area, available. In this area, yes. in your case, in this area, probably the single biggest program is the one we hear the advertisements on the radio for. $26,000 an employee, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's, that is a potentially very viable and very lucrative program for a lot of businesses. And lucrative is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. I mean, if you're a two or three person firm, you know, I, I just finished a project for an architectural firm, there's the owner and two people. Right. And so for them, lucrative is a much different definition than somebody else. So the mm -hmm. employer retention credit is very big. Um, some eligibility will start to disappear this summer. So we have to be, kind of be on the lookout for that. The other thing in our communities, so South Boston, Danville, you know, uh, Martinsville, we have what are called enterprise zones. Yes. And enterprise zones, they're a state program, 50 some odd places around the state that can have them. Okay. There's very much of a fuse that's burning right now. So if anybody did things in terms of job creation, building expansion, et cetera, during calendar year 2022, that fuse is burning because there's a non-extendable filing deadline hmm. of April the 1st. Right. And so no matter what sob story you have, right. boom, that, that, that door closes April the 1st. And you, it's, it's an application that you can't start on March the 31st. Right. You just can't. So we want to make sure that anybody who thinks they might have been eligible for, they've had a significant increase in employees, mm -hmm. or they've done significant improvements or construction or expansion to their buildings and businesses, yeah. you want to talk now. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when you hear things on the radio, it is real, yep. but you need to reach out to someone that can help you with it and you can help. And how I want to know, so we're in the enterprise zone. Yeah. So what does that mean? I know they're across the county and yeah. in the state. Yeah, for example, you know, here we sit in South Boston today. Yeah. 
We have an enterprise zone in, yeah. in adjoining Halifax County. We have an enterprise zone. Mm-hmm. If you go to Charlottesville, they don't. If you go to Harrisonburg, they don't. So you kind of go around the state, there's 50 some odd parts of the state mm-hmm. that are in enterprise zones. Mm-hmm. And the state says, if you, the locality, if you have an enterprise zone, we award you an enterprise zone. Mm-hmm. We're gonna provide two major incentives. We're gonna provide one based upon costs incurred to expand, build, renovate. We're gonna uh, offer another one that's a five year cycle of eligibility for job creation. Mm -hmm. And then they'll say, okay, we're gonna offer that and here's the rules of the game, here's when you have to file. Mr. Locality, so South Boston, Danville, wherever you might be, since we're gonna offer this and we're gonna fund these incentives on the state level, you have to design and offer an incentive package locally. Mm -hmm. And so whether that be in terms of some sort of abatement or uh, uh, exemption in business license, personal property Mm -hmm. tax, water sewer connection, and a variety of things. And each one of those are unique to that locality. So it's not one size fits all at all. Right. So if you have a business or a location in South Boston, and you also had one over in Danville, you may have two completely mm-hmm. different sets of benefits and rules of the game. And also you mm-hmm. want to make sure to research that. So in your case here, that's yeah. what I'll do for you here is I'll talk to Tom and folks with the, that are on the enterprise zone, and we'll make sure that there's nothing left unturned. And how amazing is that? That's good. It's, it's so good, it's right? Yeah. And, you know, we don't necessarily have the time to go sit down with mm-hmm. all of these people because we're running the business. And right. so to have you there as our advocate yep. and letting them know what we're doing mm-hmm. and what we're trying to accomplish here and getting stuff done is amazing. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is, is that and a lot of people, I think when we first talked, I kind of got that impression with you all is a lot of the times when people are thinking about doing something, that they're going to do something, mm-hmm. the reasoning, although it makes sense, it's really backwards of the way it's supposed to go. So when businesses will go and talk to county or city or town officials, very often the comment is either we've done this, what can you do for us? Right. Or we're thinking about doing something, what can you do for us? Right. And typically you get a blank stare as a response or a shrug of the shoulders or whatever. And so what you really have to do is you really have to direct them. So you have to come to them and say, we're thinking about doing this and we're going to generate this much in business and tools. We're going to generate this much in sales taxes. We're going to generate this much in business license, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We really need help with our water sewer connection. And we really need help with we've got to do this BMP improvement and it's going to kill us because there's another bunch of money to do it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, not always, sometimes a locality will have a way that they can fund that through their own infrastructure or utilities or some other bucket. They don't necessarily want to write you a check, but they'll do something or pay for something that right. you would have had to have done. And it typically won't occur to them to volunteer that or offer that because they haven't thought it all the way through. Mm-hmm. So you really have to do the thinking for them. And I don't care if it's the city, town people, or the state people. You have to bring it to them. And then then they can put their thinking cap on and come back to you. And sometimes there are already things in ordinances right. that are there that it's just a matter of checking the box, getting the form in on time, and going your merry way. Other times there might be an incentive that makes sense mm-hmm. that today isn't a part of law but it's a win-win for everybody. So maybe through an industrial development authority or economic development authority, they can make it work. 
And so they can come to you, any business can come to you and sure. say, hey, I need help with this. Um, I, I don't know where to start. This yep. is what we want to do, but we don't know what information to get to our local officials or state. Oh, and absolutely. And we will yeah. help with that. If I'm on this podcast now or if I'm making a presentation in public, yeah. I'll always tell people sincerely that there simply is not a way that you can impose on me. You just can't. Right. And just like I told you, I'm a yeah. big believer in karma. So if I help you, I help. It'll come back. You know, yeah. who knows what form it will or when it will, but it will. And so... It, you, you literally cannot impose. I'm happy to do a quick telephone call, quick visit. It's cool to see what people do for a living anyway. Yes. It's like you're going to go see how it's made on camera. <laughs> you get to go see that live, and it, yeah. that, that's wonderful to do. But, but it's not that big of a deal time-wise, so I'm happy to do that. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And so you mentioned the Enterprise Zone. Yep. Um, employee retention credits, yep. right? Mm -hmm. um, what else? Is there anything else I'm missing that's oh, out there? Well, right there's now? lots of things. There's, sure. There, yeah, oh, the, the, the laundry list, the little yeah. cheat sheet I carry around with me, I probably got. Well, I something think, you didn't tell, I didn't yeah. know about is that we, you know, we're very um, big on making this building handicap accessible. Yes. Um, that was a big part of the project here. Yeah. And what, what can be offered with that? That's a great one. And, yes. And I'm, and I'm really happy you brought it up because there's two pieces that goes with it when you said, what are you missing? Yeah. Um, there's an income tax credit that almost exclusively gets missed. And I, I can't figure out why, but it's if you have a business okay. and you've incurred costs to make your business more accessible or usable to people with disabilities. And it can be handicap access ramps. It can be mm -hmm. drab bars, handicap access bathrooms. It can be equipment that's used in a business to help people in some way. There's a t federal tax credit of $5,000, and you just have to fill in the form, include it with your tax return. But the piece I want to mention now, and people will have to move quickly if this yeah. applies, there's a, a pretty much underutilized tax credit program with Virginia, mm -hmm. and it's called the Livable Home Tax Credit. Livable Home Livable tax, home credit. tax Credit. So okay. if people have done stuff or have built a home, but people have done stuff to retrofit, to have their home with certain features of what are called accessibility and visitability. Mm -hmm. And you've done those, there's a $5,000 credit for you there, and it goes on your personal tax And that's account. for anyone. It's for anyone. The, 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 the fuse burning there though, you have to get the application in, which is easy as pie. And right. whenever I help people with this one, I don't charge them. I may get around the golf at them or something, but <laughs> I don't charge them for it. Uh, it, it the, the application has to be postmarked no later than January the 31st. Oh, get on it. So here we, write sit, that down. Yeah, <laughs> here we sit on yeah, Friday, January the 20th. Yeah. That's 11 days away. But I always tell people, you're going to be mixing it up with people. You're going to be visiting people's homes. You're going to be going to dinner. You're going to be going to church. You're going to be talking to people. If you hear... Somebody say, we just did, or we're thinking about doing. You know, we've had people that, you know, uh, uh, one of my partners in another company I used to work for, he helped his mother renovate her bathroom. She's mm -hmm. in perfect health, mm -hmm. but she wasn't that many years away from having problems. So when they renovated the bathroom, they did grab bars, they took zero entrance into the shower. They did a couple of things with the, with, to, in anticipation. I've had people put elevators in homes right? because they had, um, it's either, uh, I get the diseases mixed up, but the one is that people have trouble with their balance, yep. mm -hmm. Hodgkin's or, or something else. But anyway, they put an elevator in their home. So you, you have all these different things that people are doing. You won't get rich. Right. But you're, you don't want to leave $5,000 on the Absolutely table. Absolutely not. That you don't have to. But that, that's a really good one. 
meter is very short. You got to get the application in. If you call me on the 30th, we'll get it in, but don't do that. Uh, January 31st, the application's in. The state sends you back a certificate. You hook it on your tax return, home free. Wow. And those are great things to know that oh, yeah. I would never yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, I just think it's so great uh, to have this information. And I want this to really be taken in by everyone listening because yeah. there is money being found in trash cans by you. And I tell you what, too, um, is I will make an offer under the you can't impose on me is that I'm almost getting ready to say, can I talk about one more, but then it'll get, no, go it, it'll get it. long. But there are a lot of these incentive programs that really deserve or take 15 or 20 minutes on their own. Mm -hmm. And so, but the one that I was thinking about, you know, is it, there's, a, there's a, a program in Virginia where people are very philanthropic or, or community organization you know, oriented. Mm -hmm. And there's a program that's been out there for many years. People miss it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I typically talk to people about this on, on, from two angles. One angle is if I make contributions, mm -hmm as an individual or as a business, if I make contributions of cash, goods, or services mm -hmm. to certain not-for-profits, I will get the traditional tax deduction I would have gotten anyway. Yeah. But in addition to that, I will get a Virginia State Income Tax Credit of 65%. Wow. And so think about that, you know, I, I do something, but the donation is $10,000 worth. I'll get my charitable contribution deduction of $10,000 on the federal and state level. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, I'll get $6,500, so it almost cost me nothing out of pocket to wow. do something very powerful. But I talk about it from the other angle too, is where people, I don't know what you and Joey do, but very often people I talk to, they're involved in their communities. Yes. And they're on the boards of Habitat and Food Bank and a bunch of other organizations. Mm -hmm. It's very important that they know about this. And unfortunately, there is horribly few organizations in the Danville, South Boston area mm -hmm. that are on that list. And so if we have people that are involved in organizations, we don't want Richmond, the people in Richmond are very nice. We don't want to give it all to them. Absolutely. We want to get our organizations qualified and that's a tremendous fundraising tool for them. Yes. But that one would take a, another 15 or 20 minutes on yeah, its own. We don't no, want to it's just great stuff. And I want them to reach out to you. Yeah, and I want yeah. people to, you know, get to know you and you offer them everything that's yep. out there. Yep. And I know that a misconception may be, oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost me? Uh -huh. This, if I call Mike, it's uh, going to be another expense and yeah. I can't afford this. Yeah. So kind of talk about how it works because it's really not, you no, know, it isn't. It isn't. you pay for yourself <laughs> yeah. by a lot. Yeah. So yeah. explain that. Well, the fees, you know, bean counter fees, you know, we're, we're typically, sure. everything is based upon, you know, hours mm -hmm. and time and stuff like that. But I've done so many of these over the years and I found that small business owners have no interest in an hourly rate. They want to know what's the range yep. and tell me where the not to exceed thing is so yep. I don't get a heart attack when you send me a bill. Exactly. So, so that's what I do. I typically, depending upon what we're talking about, I very quickly can say it's going to be from here to here, mm -hmm. but it really shouldn't be more than that. I, mm -hmm. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. And then I'll typically, I'm not going to promise, right. but just like in your case, mm -hmm. um, there typically is going to be something that the business is doing or has done or might want to do that they didn't know about, yep. that I'll be able to find that and then it'll either completely offset my fee or it'll come pretty close anyway. Yes. Yeah. And how, like, that is fabulous. And I yeah. promise everyone listening and yeah. watching right now that... It is worth every penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I need to penny. take you around with me. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is worth.
worth every penny to know that we're not leaving anything on the table yeah. and we're you know, utilizing everything that's out there for us and we're not having to do that grunt work. Yeah. You're doing it for us. Yeah, you want to get people don't have the time, patience, or interest. They just don't. Mm -hmm. So my theory has always been, and people tell me don't ever change that, is to get you on autopilot very quickly mm -hmm. and as much as you can grossly minimize the imp imposition on your business. You've already got too many balls in the air. You don't need right. Yeah, so that, that's that's the goal is always to minimize the time and trouble that you take, but maximize the benefit of what you get. And I know that you, um, you know, anyone can reach out to you and you've mm -hmm. made that very sure. clear, but if they're sure. just not sure yet, mm -hmm. I know that you also do seminars and mm -hmm. workshops. Mm -hmm. So do you have any workshops coming up that? Well, I don't have any in this area. I have mm -hmm. a couple of areas of the state, but I, what I'll tell people is if you have a Rotary Club meeting or mm -hmm. a, you know, a, a, any sort of a get-together, chamber, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. you can wind me up. And if, as long as you give me two or three days head start, you know, for the most part, it can be even same day. On any of the things I do, I'm ready to go. Yes. So I'm happy to do it. You're, and that's not a charge. That's Again, that goes back to the mm -hmm. karma thing that mm -hmm. what I found is that people aren't really listening until it means something directly to them. And unfortunately, we don't have a way to know when people are ready to listen. So right. you just keep telling the stories as much as you can, just like what you all do with what's your business. Right. Is that you have to continually reinforce it in whatever way, shape, or form you can. This is the value proposition we bring to the table so that people, hopefully, when they get a chance, they're going to call you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to know how everyone can get in contact with you. Yeah, best way for me is um, uh, my cell phone is 757-672-5114. You can call that number. You can text that number and say, hey, this is so-and-so. Let me know how you heard about me and just give me a number and I'll chase you back down. Mm -hmm. My email address is uh, mll at hhn.cpa. Okay. And you can chase me down that way too. Wonderful. And I'll be sure to post all of this information mm -hmm. when we, um, we'll, we'll attach it to all the podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. So don't worry if you didn't get that, yeah. I will post it. Okay. And uh, I just, I, I hope everyone listening really takes advantage of every resource that's available to them mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. I appreciate mm -hmm. you talking with us sure. today about just a little portion yeah. of what's available yeah. to us. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear from you on how many people reach out because this is a big deal. Yeah. And um, I, of course, though, have to ask you the famous Rogers Radio podcast question. Which is? If you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family, who would it be? Oh, that's now that would really be interesting. Yeah, because you meet so many people, and it doesn't. Yeah, it can be yeah. famous. It can be just someone you've met along the way. I um, think Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. I okay. I would. Yeah, and the reason here's the reason. Yes. He, he has been persistent and has built something very special over a long period of time. But if the facts you hear are true. He still lives in the same home he's lived in yeah. for 50 years. Mm -hmm. He's a very one-story rancher in Omaha, Nebraska, and he could do anything he wants, live anywhere he wants, but he chose to do that. So his fulfillment in his life has been what he has built and the interactions with people and all, which I think is just, with what I do, I like that more than anything, is that you got to meet people like you, you see what you've done, 
you see what your goals are. You know, it's, it's very, very cool. So I think if I had to narrow it down quickly, it would probably be Warren Buffett. I think that's great. And I know that he has utilized lots of people like you along the way that has yeah. helped him get to where he sure, is. Yeah, and sure. I hope everyone else that is listening to this is going to utilize your services okay. and quit throwing that money in the trash. But that's if right. they do, you'll I'll be there to get it, it out it. and yeah. find it. It won't take long. I'll find it. <laughs> well, thank you again for okay. being here. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will continue bringing more great content like this to you each week and continue reviewing, rating, subscribing to the channel. We have great things coming. And thank you again for listening to the Rogers Radio Podcast. Talk to you next week.